Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 20 of Turtle Recall. I am Jason Zohel, and joined with me, as always, is my ever-so-lovely and has-not-blocked-me-from-Twitter-yet wife, Anna. Why <laughs> <My> blocking? <laughs> we will get into the whole Twitter blocking and everything, but how are you today? Oh, I was proud of you. I never blocked you. I'm glad. I am glad. Because, you know, there are people who have uh, blocked me. Um, and in today's uh, podcast, we are going to be talking about... Turtles on Trial, but can you believe it? 20 episodes! We've been doing this for 20 weeks straight so far! Oh my god, I know, I can't believe it. I know, exactly, I can't believe it either. It still feels like yesterday that we started. Yes, exactly, because like 20 weeks is like 5 months? Yeah, it's 5 months. Do You divide 20 by 4, you get 5. <laughs> I mean, of course, there are few months to have 5 weeks, few months to have... Uh, four weeks. I mean, you know, it depends on the month. Uh, I mean, technically, we had an extra day because of uh, we had uh, February had an extra day, but we didn't. But we started in March, so that shouldn't have affected anything. And all that, all that th- I just said right there was just worthless, and I wasted your time on that. <laughs> now I'm 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 saying you as listeners, I wasted your time. Before we begin with the news and. And the episode discussion, I want to talk about something, and which I alluded to with the whole Twitter blocking, and that is uh, me getting the the NECA Mutagen Tour um, figure set. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, just tell us that story. Yeah, I'm going to tell you guys the story. All right, so... One, we got, like, we actually got a few new listeners. I mean, hopefully, everyone who said, that, hey, we're going to listen to your podcast now on, uh, because, uh, be, uh, because, like, they, they found us. Uh, like, you know, hopefully they did, they made, they're making their promise and listen to us. Uh, if you're a new listener, you know, don't, uh, you know, make sure to let us know. Um, so, this is what happened. I made a tweet, uh, because... I was able to get the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive of the uh, Mutagen Tour uh, figure set, which is basically the Turtles, they look like they're from the Coming Out of the Shells uh, tour. It's just that for for some reason or another, legally, NECA is not allowed to use Coming Out of the Shells. Uh, I mean, I've heard rumor, people are saying maybe Pizza Hut still owns that like trademark. I don't know. But for whatever reason... They can't use that phrase. And, like, I mean, I know you can still buy the album on, like, iTunes and Spotify and all the, all those fun places. So maybe that's a reasoning why they can't use it. But whatever. Uh, I was able to get these figures. And then I made a tweet about it. And NECA retweeted me. <laughs> and suddenly... That's when this, this story starts. That's when the story starts. So... If you guys have seen the infamous tweet, I said that I was happy because 
I was able to get the figures. It was smooth. And I had no trouble at all getting it. <laughs> and, and uh, like, I'm going to say this right now. All those statements were so true. And, but, uh, what I didn't know when I, when I made the tweet... One, when I made the tweet, I didn't know that the figures already sold out before I even hit send. <laughs> I didn't know other people didn't have my, I guess I would say, luck at this point. Um, and I basically, I did not know that this was not smooth for everyone else. <laughs> so let me like break it down. First, I didn't say it was a smooth process. I said this was a smoother process than the other figures we tried to get. Let's break that down first. Alright. When I said that is because less than 24 hours before that instance, Anna tried to get the Funko Michelangelo. <laughs> and she was like and we were like in the middle of like editing our podcast like during this time and uh, she was like oh we need to get the the funko pop uh like you know uh pirate steven uh, me uh message us and it's available now i was like okay fine and so basically we went in we put the figure in our cart we clicked checkout and then they put us in a line and they're like don't refresh don't back out or you'll lose your spot in line. And we were staying in that line. We were in that line queue for like 20 minutes. And then we got to the point where the checkout. And it was like, okay, put in your payment. We put in Amazon Pay because that's the fastest way to do it. It you know, brings up the card and everything. We didn't have to input everything. We're trying to just make it uh, just, just fast. And like, you know, it showed that the item was in the cart. And then, and then we clicked on calculate shipping which first things first funko has said that it is 6.95 flat rate shipping so i don't know why they need to calculate but they needed to calculate and that took another 20 minutes and like and again i mean and like it was like you know don't back out you'll lose your spot and everything and like the thing was like the thing the figure was in the cart and our main thought was it sh we should be good it like you know we shouldn't have to worry about it too much well after after basically of like 45 to 50 minutes of waiting by the time it finally calculated our shipping it was like oh it sold out and and we couldn't order it every time and like it was still in the funko shop like you know just taunting us be like oh hey hey add it to cart add it to cart and we we tried like four or five different times and it, it just kept on saying oh no no it sold out it sold out you can still add it to cart but it sold out when you when you get to the screen and i mean it was the most unpleasant situation yes yeah yeah exactly it it, it stunk um and then so that was still fresh in our minds, and that was awful. And then, like, also what was just fresh in my mind was 
I also tried to get the Casey Jones uh, Raphael 2-pack from Walmart, and as soon as I went to the website, uh, like, it was, it said sold out, and then, like, NECA's Twitter said, oh, no, it's not sold out, just, just refresh, and, um, and, and it'll, it'll show up, I refresh, it didn't show up, and then NECA tweeted again, no, just keep refreshing, keep refreshing, and I swear, I, like, sat there and refreshed for, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 20 minutes, and nothing came up, so that was also, like, still in my mind, so let's get into the Munition Tour set, so the Munition Tour set, this comes out, now this is all me, because uh, Anna was actually shopping, she actually, <laughs> she was like, oh, I'm gonna go shopping, uh, do you want to come, and I said, no, because the figures are supposed to go live at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and I'm going to try to see if I can get it. And and I told her, I was like, don't worry, I'm not going to sit at the site. I'm going to see if it's there. If it's there, I'll get it. If it's not there, I'm just not even going to worry about it. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, I've, like, I'm, I'm kind of, like, I'm, I'm, I, like a bunch of you other people, and getting a little fr frustrated with the, um with the uh the process like you know like action figure collecting should not be this hurdles there should not be these hurdles that coming up well i i i set myself a reminder for for four o'clock to go to target so like you know uh google home like you know was beeping at me hey hey here's your reminder NECA figures i went to the computer i went to uh, I went to NECA's Instagram account to find the link for the figures. They had like four different links because of the t-shirt sizes. So I made sure to get medium because that's the size I wear. And four o'clock on the dot, I go onto the site and it's just sold out. And I was like, okay, maybe it hasn't loaded yet. So I refreshed maybe three or four times. And from 4 o'clock to 4.05, I probably, like, refreshed, I don't know, maybe at most five times. I did not refresh too much. And I just saw it was out. And I was like, okay. And so I made a quick screen screenshot of it. And I said, oh, looks like, looks like we we're unlucky. We couldn't get this one. And I hope you got, I hope everyone else was able to get this. Uh, and, uh, you guys, hopefully other people were lucky to get this, uh, we didn't get our chance, and that was pretty much, I was kind of, like, done. I was like, okay, I don't need to worry about it anymore. And, well, I didn't actually leave the computer yet, and that was be mainly because I wanted to see if it actually went online or not, and so I was checking, like, NECA's Instagram account, I couldn't really find an answer, I checked their Twitter, and I believe at one point their Twitter said that they're not sure if it loaded yet or not. And then I went to go check eBay. And the reason why I went to go check eBay was because I wanted to see if someone has it, like, confirmed. They actually show a screenshot of, like, hey, we got this. It's confirmed. Like, you know, just to send it out to you. And so that's what I was checking for. And I saw, like, none of the eBay listings 
they had any of that. If they had eBay listings out there, and it was like you know they're charging like three hundred dollars and you know the uh, I don't, like that kind of stuff, but there was no concrete proof that is because like you know with eBay you can put you can put a listing out there and then if you don't get it you can just delete it like so I didn't trust those I was just waiting for and but no I saw no one actually put like a uh, like an actual thing that said that that they confirmed it got it so uh, and like I was actually about I was actually about to leave the computer and then the first thing I saw was I saw Dix, Pixel Dan's Twitter post because a user, I'm not going to mention the user's name because this guy's a bully and I don't want to, um, I don't want to put out like, I don't want like to put out uh, bullies or anything like that. They shouldn't get any fame and I don't want him to be attacked either, but yes, but he basically, he posted that, hey, people like Pixel Dan and some other users who are toy, reviewer, toy reviewers should not get free figures from NECA. That's disrespectful to the fans and something like that. And, and Pixel Dan, like, addressed it. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, like, Pixel Dan, he did not have to address it. I mean, you know, he puts out these videos, people watch his videos, and... He's done this for, uh, like, I don't know, uh, at least over 10 years. I'm not, I'm not sure how long he's been on the thing. I mean, but, like, he goes to the the toy conventions. He goes to Toy Fair. Oh, so year. they retweeted? Well, he retweeted that bully because... So why he retweeted without explaining no. that this is, this is, like, a... That... What the bully is saying is right. Well, well he wanted to address the... He was, he was addressing what the bully was saying. Mm-hmm. He was addressing what the bully was saying. Because he was addressing the fact that... Like, this guy's, like, call, this guy's like trying to call him out. Trying to discredit what he's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, like, the community. And, like, for all of his hard work. And, like, he's, he's basically... He's jealous because he couldn't get these figures. But the... But, like, NECA is sending Pixel Dan free figures, while Tom Cruise is not getting any figures. Uh-huh. And so he's getting mad at that, and he's telling people they should unsubscribe from him, they should block him, and all this. So I'm here, like, reading all this, and, uh, it like, I was kind of like, you know, I, I, like, I felt like I was reading what Pixel Dan was reading, was writing, and... It was actually really, I like what he wrote, and what he wrote is, like, you know, he basically wrote, like, you know, he's been hard at work, he's been doing this, like, you know, he just grabbed a camera, he started doing this, and then it just started to, like, you know, become a thing. Like, you know, he was, like, you know, he put, he got a camera, he just, he started doing these reviews, and, like, people just started, like, to watch him and everything, and that the perks he gets is that he earned them because of all the hard work. Yeah. He has done, which I agree. He's done all that hard. He's done all that hard work, and like, I mean, to be honest, I hope one day we do all, all the hard work that we've done, like shows, and that you know, we get things like that. Now we've actually gotten free figures before. We've we've gotten free figures. We've gotten free uh, subscription boxes, and I mean, you know, we're always grateful for these things. 
Yes. And like you know, it, it it's always like incredible like when like people like recognize us for the the stuff we do. So like I, I like you know I didn't I felt like he didn't have to write that, but it was actually good that he wrote it. So I'm here reading all this. While I'm reading this, uh, Twitter user it's the Rocketeer tweeted uh, tweeted at me and a few others say the figures are live. Go right now to go purchase them. So I went to Target. I went to the same link that that uh, NECA provided. I went to that link. It, there was a button that said ship it. I clicked ship it. And then I clicked check out. And then I clicked checked out again because my credit card information was already saved in. And then it, was, it, like, it would just went through. No site crashes. No like loading the cart, like taking forever. Like, I mean, these are, like, I've done NECA, I've done, like, ordering figures from NECA before, and we're, like, it's, like, in the past couple of years, like, you know, the Comic-Con figures, that you get it from the NECA site, the NECA site is hammered, and it's so hard to get in, and, like, like, it's just, like, you get to the shopping cart, and you have that shopping cart where it's, like, uh, the, the wheel is spinning forever, and you don't know if it's gonna, you're actually going to make it to the checkout or, or if it's going to say, sorry, it's sold out. Like, none of this actually happened. All, I mean, it was just click, 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 done. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And just in, my, in that thought, I was thinking, oh, they fixed the system. Like, you know, I did, like, you know, and, and, I'll, and like, obviously a site like Target, which is a, so much bigger than NECA, is like they like was able to handle this kind of uh, workload and just able to just go through, and so it went. I, like I said, I, I I had no issues, and then I made the tweet, and when I made the tweet, the first thing, like the first few responses was like people were like all excited, they're like yeah we got it too, oh this is amazing, yeah we got ours, we oh we got ours. A few people tweeted, I was like oh I had to refresh for like forty minutes. I felt bad because we didn't, re I didn't refresh for forty minutes. I just, I all like uh, you know I did, I spent no time. I just, and then, a few minutes later, that's when the hate tweets started coming in, <laughs> and that's like where people all of a sudden be like they have accused us uh, like <laughs> i have been uh, I'm, I'm gonna say uh, no, i'm gonna say me uh because anna had nothing to do with this she was not she was not even in the room when this happened but they've accused turtle recall of being NECA influencers we are not NECA influencers at all i mean i would love to be a NECA influencer yes <laughs> i mean you know if if NECA feels that we're big enough that we can like uh, advertise their uh, their figures. Then you know, you know what? Uh, we would be glad to be, and I would be the first guys. I'll be the first one to tell you. Oh yes, we are NECA influencers. <laughs> uh, uh, we've been uh, uh, we've been accused of that. Uh, like the one thing is like I retweeted my my first tweet where I said, oh, I was bummed out. I couldn't get the figures. And like, people were like, oh, did you see this person just did a complete 180 once, uh, once he got the figures. And I was, I never said anything bad about NECA. All I was just saying, was like, oh, I hope you guys were luckier than I was. Yes. I mean, I didn't say, I didn't say, oh, I, I never said anything bad about the company and there's nothing bad about the company to say. Uh, like, and I'm, I'm going to still stand by that. I mean, uh, um, and then 
the big thing is that that same bully that was like um harassing Pixel Dan uh-huh. now found me. So Tom Cruise is now tweeting out. Oh, so it was the same guy. It was the same guy. Okay. That's why I was mentioning about. That's why I was giving the 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 Pixel Dan story. Oh, okay. So he had a long uh, history of bullying. Yes, he had a long history of bullying, and then he went to me. And he asked people to unsubscribe from me, ban me. Uh, you know, When I say me, I mean Turtle Recall, because this is all through the Turtle Recall Twitter account. And like we... That we were fake Turtle fans. We, 100%. Uh, Anna and I, who are... Been doing this podcast for 20 weeks. We've been doing YouTube for five years. Do you know we've been doing doing YouTube for five years now? Yes. <laughs> oh. It's more than five years. You're probably, you're probably right. It's been probably more than five years. Uh, but, like, but we are fake Ninja Turtle fans. Like, like that's what he was calling. And, like, and the thing was, like, I was... Now... I don't like to argue with people, and I always try to get people to kind of, like, see the side that we are seeing. Yes. And I actually tried to talk to him, but he didn't want to listen, because he wanted to definitely be a bully. Uh, like, now, uh, for you listeners over there that, like, that, like, stood up for me and, like, you know, just kind of called him out, because there's a few of you out there that actually called him out, and I really appreciate that. Uh, like, you know... um. I really appreciate you guys having our back, having our support, and like you know we're we're a small like you know podcast like you know we we've done, we started this in March and like uh, just today we got to a hundred followers and we were totally excited about that. Yes, yes, we're so happy. About yeah, that. we're we're so, we're so happy about all the support we get, and then like you know we just have this like we basically we have someone who's very frustrated. That he didn't get the figures and that we got the figures and wanting people to like not to not listen to us anymore because of like he didn't get his way, which I mean and the unfortunate part is a few people banned us. Uh like, you know, uh luckily I will come and say luckily, none of our actual true fans uh blocked us. Yes. Yeah, because you know, obviously, our 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 true fans, you guys who are listening right here, you guys know us, you guys love us. Oh, hopefully, you love us. Uh, <laughs> we love you guys. Um, and like you know, you guys know that we are so genuine, and we wouldn't <laughs> we wouldn't be doing we we're not fake people, and like we're not like you know like doing this kind of stuff. And obviously, we're not being paid off by NECA. I mean, I would. I would love to say we're paid off by NECA. I would love this whole podcast to be like, hey, NECA is sponsoring us. And, like, you know, <laughs> like, all this other stuff. Like, so... Uh, I just think you have, uh, like, the whole collecting thing is uh, is something to bring you joy. If it won, at the end of the day, if it won to bring, like, hating and, like, blocking and all these negative things to your life then what's the point? Right, exactly, exactly. No, and that's something I agree with you, and that's actually why originally, like, I was like, that's why originally I was like, okay, if I don't get these figures, I'm not, I'm not going to go frustrate myself on getting these figures. And 
because there is, I mean, I want, I want collecting to still be fun. I mean, now, trust me, I still have not found, uh, basically the only NECA figures that we were able to get that they released was just these Mutagen Tour figures. I still haven't found the cartoon Casey Jones, I still haven't found the movie Casey Jones, or Metalhead. And I've been checking the stores pretty much daily now, and, like, you know, just, just not having luck. But, at the same time, like, I know that NECA is still going to be making these, and they're still going to be producing them, and I, at, I know at some point, they're going to reach my hands. Yeah. Like, because patience is very key. I will say, as a collector, it is kind of frustrating when you have, like, these kind of figures, especially these are, like, really expensive figures, and they're hard to find. Like, you know, I do miss, like, the days where if I saw, like, a $50 action figure, I would go in and be like, okay, I don't have the money for this now, but in two weeks, I'll come back and pick it up. And, like, I I wish we can get into that with the NECA figures. Uh, obvious... to, be, to be honest, I think uh, some of it is the, the company's fault. Right. Because I think somehow they're getting benefit from these, uh, I don't know what, it, what to call it, but uh, they like that... Um, it makes the subject like hot that people are talking about this thing oh i get it oh i didn't get it yeah i could i could see that but at the i mean and i see what you're saying there at the end of the day i would think like a like a toy company like they want to make sales and like they want their figure to be hot but they also want sales sales because money talks more than than like uh than word of mouth. Yes. And uh and then like and also like on NECA side is it is also at the point of like okay how many do you produce because if you overproduce you're losing money you underproduce which is happening I will say it's happening right now right now it's being underproduced because if it was produced if if supply was hitting demand then no one would be having troubles like you know we would be able to go into the site order the site, or we'd be able to go to the store and find it in the store shelves. Like, but right now, supply is not hitting demand at all. Like, you know, it's it's going, like, it's definitely in short supply of for what the demand is. And, it, and I know a lot of it is we have scalpers. Scalpers are awful people, and they go and, like, they'll go, if they go see them in the stores, they'll probably go and, like, buy all of them, um, and then turn around sell it for like three times as much on ebay which sucks and like you know it's hard to stop that the only like the only way to really combat against scalpers is like not to buy from them so uh, uh twitter twitter user dj nick flash he actually created a a change.org uh petition which uh basically he wanted he wanted me to bring this up in the podcast and i i, I told uh, that and that's what we're doing right now is that and Basically, he's bringing up, like, that, that the, that, like, you know, like, have people become, uh, NECA TMNT ambassadors, and that, like, if they sign up to be one of those, that they're guaranteed 
to get one uh, on on release day so uh, so they can avoid uh, the frustration. If you agree with that, definitely check out uh, his his change.org. This is what I personally think that what kind of needs to happen. I think personally, I think that these collector figures is like you know especially these hot uh collector figures i think we need to kind of like treat them the kind of like the same way we do with like the consoles like you remember like we're trying to order a switch or a playstation 4 or an xbox mm -hmm. like you know it gets on the stores and then it's like okay you have a pre-order system and so everyone like uh pre-orders pre-orders it and like now i know pre-orders sell out but at least it gives the company, like, a general feel. Like, okay, this is how many we need to produce, uh, to uh, to do it. And then, like, uh, the thing was like, ever since, honestly, the last the last game system that I couldn't get on release day was actually the Wii, and that's because we didn't have a pre-order system at that point. But then everything else we did and so like now stores would sell out other pre-orders and some of them would sell out like fast but then you would get you would get lucky where like oh oh you, you okay best buy now opened theirs and oh best buy like you know best buy kept it up for a, a good day and like you know it's not a perfect system i know people who like lost their pre-orders because the the company couldn't like uh fulfill um can fulfill like the what they promised the retailers but that's why i think what what really needs to be done is like you know walmart and target and whatever future retailers that come in the future to do these uh figures they they need to set up a pre-order and be like okay we're accepting pre-orders and and then like you know this many people like sign up and like obviously you get to a point where like where like NECA's like, okay, we can only promise you ten thousand or something like that, and then after like ten thousand people like do it, then you close it off. But like, you know, but then the, like that way the stores they have enough for the people who actually signed up for it, and how long, however long that that took to do it, and then and then like uh and then by the time it gets to stores, like you know because obviously you you hit the pre-order number and then the rest is going to go into the you know the actual physical stores for people to buy on the shelves mm -hmm. it like we need that kind of system to go so that way the company knows how many to make the collectors the hardcore collectors like me and a bunch of people who listen to this know when to put the pre-order like when to go and like order for the pre-order and then the casual people who like didn't even know these figures are like coming and then they come and like have get that that way they have a chance to actually see them in the stores and they're gonna get sell out what whether they're gonna and they're gonna get sell, sold eventually whether it sells out or like you know it it sits on the shelf like you know for like three or four months but that way it gets out to people but like you know the people who were desperate to get them the people desperate to get them would uh would definitely find a way to get them yes right so uh that's why i feel it, it uh it is uh so 
but yeah, uh, overall, uh, right now we still haven't got our figures yet. Uh, hopefully they should be coming in. Uh, the uh, Target said it's not shipping until the first week of August. So um, I'm really excited about getting these figures. Uh, the people who didn't get the figures, I feel your frustration uh, because something like this, it is, it, it is pretty frustrating. And especially these kind of figures, neck, like, I don't think NECA's going to keep making them because at the same time, who out there is demanding for, like, the coming out of the shells tour Ninja Turtles? Like, that's so, that's so, like, a market of a niche that, like, like, no, like, personally, I didn't ask for these. But when I found out about them, I was excited about it. Yes. And so, like, I mean, when it gets to the people now, and apparently these have started showing up in stores. So because uh, because like Target, like you know, they did they had some online, and then there's gonna be some in the stores. So take a look at Target, and hopefully your Target will actually have the figures in the stores themselves. And hopefully, if you guys are looking for it, you will find it. But, uh, but yeah, uh, and everyone who joined us because you found us about, found us about it for, because of NECA, uh, really appreciate it. And hopefully you guys will enjoy the rest of the podcast. Uh, and hopefully you guys and hopefully you guys don't stop after this and be like, okay, I don't care about, you know, we, we watch Ninja Turtles. We, we, uh, we, we watch every episode and like we break down and like talk about all like the, the silliness of the original show. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, but that's. All we got about my experience with the Mugen Tour uh, figures. You ready to get into the news? Yes, I, I've been ready here. All right. All right. All right, news. It's every, each week we got we got into NECA. We're not going to go too much into NECA because like, we just hit NECA to death. Uh, but just a few things about it. So last week, if you remember, it was like NECACon and they were doing all their reveals. We went through most of those reveals. However, there were a few that they announced um, after we recorded our podcast. So one of the first ones is that they they showed us the package for Super Shredder. Super Shredder looks really cool. He's going to be like nine inches tall. Oh, really? Yeah, and the package looks really cool because this the. Uh, it's like the movie poster of the Secret of the Ooze. So I wish yeah. they had, I wish they had like like a list that you could sign up that they have a track of how many people want to buy. Right. Like a Kickstarter or something like that. You know they had that with the whole. Uh, do you remember the the Spirit Splinter? Like they had that that yes, like yes. Kickstarter kind of thing with Loot Crate. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. No, uh, to be honest, like that was like you know everyone who wanted that day they, they got it. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, def I definitely agree with you there. But the figure looks cool. The package looks cool. It's gonna be coming to Walmart in August. I th I, I think in towards the beginning of August. I still have not been able to find uh, Casey and Raph. Hopefully these figures will be a little easier to find. We will know in time. However. NECA did announce today that for, like, online sales, are not, it's actually not going to be at Walmart, and it's actually going to be at their store. So hopefully that makes it easier for people. Um, we're going to find out. And also, speaking of the NECA store, they've actually finally added a CAPTCHA system uh, to 
uh, to their uh, online store. So to combat like the the bots. Oh, like so. So. Oh, to stop the bots. Yeah, to stop the bots. Yes, exactly. That's something totally needed. Uh, the other thing that they announced last so week. So it means Crank cannot go to the system. No, Crank cannot go into the system. Poor Crank. I know, poor Crank. The other thing that they announced last week um, is a new Baxter Stockman for their arcade line for Turtles in Time. This figure, they showed a prototype of it. They didn't actually show it um, finished, but it looks really cool. It's a Spaster Sockman, and he looks more like the arcade instead of the cartoon. So they're making a Baxter Sockman for the cartoon, but instead of like taking that mold of the cartoon and like just making a pixel like their other characters they've done, they've actually like made a new actual uh, mold for, for Baxter for the Turtles in Time. Uh, figure uh-huh. yeah so that that's really cool so that was from last week that we missed this week their big thing that they announced and like kind of like what what we just talked about at the very beginning of like uh like you know we mentioned that they need to do a pre-order system they're actually implicating a pre-order system for toka and razar like the two figure pack from the Secret of the Ooze uh, characters, they're doing. They are gonna do a uh, pruder system for that. Uh, I don't know who are the Toko and Razar. Oh uh, well, they're okay. So Toko and Razar are from the movie, uh, from the second movie. Uh, Razar is a, a big uh, wolf, and Toka is a uh, spiny uh, turtle. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, they they're like two very popular characters from the second movie because the second movie they couldn't get Bebop and Rocksteady because that was tied to the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. So they had to make up their own mutants because they wanted two mutants for the turtles to fight. Uh-huh. Right. And so they made up these two, and they were like very popular. Uh, like you know everyone remembers them, like, and so. They're making and they look like really cool figures. They showed them off at Toy Fair. I believe originally it was supposed to be a Walmart exclusive, but now NECA is saying this is going to be a their own store exclusive now. And for so starting on July 31st, you'll be able to pre-order it from their store, and pre-orders are going to be open for a week. And then they said after after a week, like that's it. You won't be able to uh, they're, they're close a the pre-order and you won't be able to get the figures. Now here's the thing, like when I, at the beginning I was mentioning like you know we need to have a pre-order system, and I'm glad that NECA is doing this pre-order system. That's actually really cool. It's really cool for for the collectors and for the fans the like that know about these. I don't personally. I'm hoping. The wording they put in, I don't like the wording that they put in. Because they said that after the pre-order happens, it's like you won't be able to get it again. And also, it they like they said it's going to be a NECA store exclusive. And I feel that's wrong. Because, and the reason I say it's wrong is because... I still think it should be in stores because, like, obviously us and people listening to this, you know, you guys now have the information. You guys 
know, know about this, and you guys uh, definitely have enough time for you guys to uh, to do this and to pre-order. However, someone who doesn't know, like, l let's say we, let's say, you know, you, we have, like, our neighbors or something like that, or they like Ninja Turtles, but they don't, like, follow the, the website and that kind of stuff, and then, like, they never knew about these figures coming. Because, yeah. like, they don't, like, go online. They don't follow Neck on Twitter. And then all of a sudden, like, all of a sudden, like, you know, they, they see, like, you know, they see us that we have it. Because, we, and, and they're like, oh, oh, where can I order mine? And then, like, they find out, like, you can't. Because, uh, because, and that's, that, like, it's a step in the right direction, but we shouldn't lose retail. Because... Because people, like, you know, people who go to the stores, they should be able to get chances to get this, too. Because we shouldn't forget about them. Yes. Don't, don't you agree? Yes. I, I just think uh, all these uh, action figure um, companies, they just have to make a uh, store. Right, exactly. No, we, just we, for the collectors. You know, last week you suggested your, like, you know, your, your NECA truck. <laughs> yes. We can we can still do the NECA truck, you know. You know, NECA can just come out there with the truck and give the figures. <laughs> I like. Let's let's work on this. Let's let's keep uh, tweeting about it. Maybe NECA do something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe 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 you could start. Maybe you can give them the idea for the NECA truck. Uh, look, they've already retweeted us before. <laughs> Seriously, I, I, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to like um, like make a small animation or something, uh -huh. and tweet it. Then uh, people can retweet me if they believe in it. <laughs> yeah, you should totally do that. That would be amazing. <laughs> but yeah, all right. That is all of our NECA news. The rest of the podcast, we're done with NECA. <laughs> all right. This was a NECA episode. This is a definitely a NECA episode. NECA Sponsored exclusive. by NECA because you know. <laughs> You're NECA influencers. We are NECA influencers. Exactly. Exactly. You you found us out, guys. Guys who banned us. We are the true NECA influ influencers. My middle name is NECA. <laughs> I believe it. We named our son NECA. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, other action figure news. Uh, playmates. Like, you know, the, the people... <laughs> Our second, our second child will be playmate. Yeah, our second child will be playmate. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Playmates has announced that they're making a new like comic book Ninja Turtle figures. Oh, really? Yeah. So, but all right, it sounds good on paper, and then and then you see them, and then you're like, wait a minute. So, the problem with these figures, they're just repaints of like their classic turtles that they released like uh i, I want to say six or seven years ago i want to say i got these figures like before we were married okay so they just they just want something more cash exactly that's exactly what it is what's 100 and these this is not their first time they repainted these figures they've actually repainted these figures before to make them I think to make they have some artists like sitting over there okay just just paint these uh we want some more Cash flow. Exactly. 100% yes. But yeah, they, they repainted these figures before for, like, the movie. And, that, and they're, like, they gave them, like, darker uh, colors and be like, okay, oh, 
these are the these are the turtles from the movie. In fact, like I remember when they released those movie figures, I didn't buy them at first because I was like, wait, these are the same figures I already have, just different colors. But eventually, I got them when they did the Secret of the Ooze uh, version of it because at least the Secret of Ooze, uh, they actually came with like different items. Like Donatello came with a mop, and Michelangelo came with the with the uh, uh, donuts. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and also with the Secret of Ooze versions, that you could change their face. But yeah, no, they just took these figures, they painted them that uh, darker green, and they all have red headbands. So. Lazy. Yeah, lazy. But if you never got your chance to get your hands on these classic figures before, you will now get them, and they're just. Uh, you know, they're based off the comics. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. Very, very lazy. Um, uh, Playmates kind of disappointed. Uh, you know. But I mean, uh, other companies are doing their repaint figures and they're successful. Like, <laughs> Puffy is just painting figures in gray and people buy it crazy. That's right. And it, especially their eyes. They all have the same eyes. That's pierce dirk straight to your soul. Like, ah. I am <laughs> It's funny because before I was, what I what I was seeing, I was seeing like some cute characters with cute eyes. But after you told me that they are like uh, staring into your soul, yes, now with their dead I, eyes. Now all I see is that it's like. Is <laughs> <laughs> this mean you're gonna like get less pop figures now? No, uh, I think. <laughs> I think instead I, I I buy like a white paint and mm-hmm. put like white point white um some, like people's yes in all of them eyes <laughs> and some stars to make them cute uh huh <laughs> that 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 should be adorable that that actually make them adorable looking yes <laughs> comic book news just to let you guys know this week Team NT Annual twenty twenty is gonna be out so. Uh, basically, the day before this podcast is released, go to your pod- go to your comic book store and pick up uh, this. Uh, I think the last annual uh, TMNT comic we had was 2018, I believe. Uh, uh, but but yeah, uh, so it looks it looks cool. Uh, I I've seen the Kevin Eastman cover. Looks really exciting. Can't wait to pick it up. Oh really? Yeah. And our last bit of comic book news is actually not. Ninja Turtle related, but it's adjacent to it, and it's your friend Stan Sakai, the creator of Usagi Ojimbo. Oh yes. Yeah. I love it. Uh-huh. He this year he won two uh, Eisner Awards. Eisner Awards are basically Oscars for comic book artists. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. So he won for best lettering and best archival collection. For Usagi Ojimbo, the complete grass cutter. And this year he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. That's the really big one. Oh, cool. Yeah, so congrats, Densakai. Really cool. Yes, yes. All right. Somehow he gives me the Miyazaki vibe. He does. He really does. Uh, like, I feel I... he's the Miyazaki of the comic book. <laughs> yes. You know, I don't think I ever mentioned, mentioned this on the podcast, but... I've actually uh, met him once. Oh, really? Yes. And, I mean, this was like, oh, gosh. I want to say at least 15 years ago. Like, I mean, I was in college when when I met him. 
And it was at an anime convention here in Atlanta. Uh, like, and I was all excited because I, I, lo- I saw the guest and I saw, I was like, oh, he's coming. So, like, you know, like he was coming. I was, like, really excited about that. I had a calendar with Usagi Ojimbo, and I got him to sign that calendar. And then he also, he gave me a page of his sketch. So he hosted a panel. And his panel, he had this big, like, sketch pad. Like, you know, like, one of those that's, like, the size of you. Uh-huh. And he was just doing sketches. And then at the end of the panel, he was just handing them out to people. And, uh, like, so he gave me the, he gave me the page, uh, he signed it, and he drew a, he drew a quick Usagi Ojimbo for me, uh, on there, too. That's so cool. Yeah, it's actually really cool. I have no idea where that page is. Uh, like, that's the one thing that, like, because... Oh, my God. Now, guys, block him. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea where that page is. I just don't know where it's at. And this is my other regret, too. I got a picture with him. And, like, uh, and like, this is, like, before digital cameras. This is, like, you know, physical camera and everything. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I still have the picture. It's it's in the, the one of the boxes of, of pictures. However, that convention, I decided to dress up as Yu-Gi-Oh! Because I was, like, really big into Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh-huh. And so, I, I'm always, I'm always, like, I wish, I, if I could have gone back in time, I would have, like, took off my costume, uh, took a picture with him, then put it back on. Because it's a picture of it's a, it's a picture of Stan Sakai and me dressed up as Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> like, it's just, oh my god! You have to you have to show I, us that picture. I will show you guys that picture. I have to go find it in the box. It's it's, it's a physical like picture. This is before digital cameras. But yeah, and like I'm like, oh man, if I could go back in time, that would be something I would change. Uh-huh. I would like, oh man, like, I, and like even like after I took the picture, I'm like, why did I dress up as Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> like, why am I still Yu-Gi-Oh? I mean, it, it was like one of my best costumes I had. It was like one of the best experiences, and this is my last cos, my last big cosplay I did. <laughs> and like, I mean, it was like it was like one of the best and everything. I was like, I'm going out with a bang, and like. It was just, like, one of those instances, because my friend and I, we used to do, like, cosplay all the time, but, you know, she's a pretty girl, and I'm just a me, <laughs> and so it's, it, it was, like, always, we'd go, we'd go, like, you know, uh, we'd go, like, walk together to, throughout the conventions with our costumes on and everything, and she would make our, my costume for me, too, because, like, you know, she was that talented, and, like, it was always, like, people were, like, oh, we want a picture of you. And, and then they look at me and it's like, oh, can you take the picture? And it was like that all the time. And like, uh, and, then, and so that year when I went to Yugi, and she actually made my costume for me. Like, you know, and it was a complete opposite. It was like, and I felt so bad because it, like at one point, at one point, like I try not to laugh, but this is what happened. Um, I had, I had a girl come up to me and was like, oh, I need, a, I need my picture with you. I need my picture with you. The girl like goes to Ashley and she was, and Ashley was like, "Oh, you want me in the picture too?" And she was like, "It's like no, no." And she handed her the camera. <laughs> and that was the moment that I'm like, <laughs> "It's the role reversal." I never, I'm like, uh, and like I was trying my hardest not to laugh. I was like, <laughs> "Have you ever said, have you ever said this memory to Ashley?" Um, you know, I can't remember. I know she knows it, and like, if I mention it, she'll probably be in denial about it. 
Because, like, I mean, you know how Ashley is about her cosplay. Like, you know, like, and, like, I mean, and the thing is, like, Ashley always looked so ten times better than I did. I mean, but it was just that moment. Now you said this, uh, this story. Uh, can you also say that a story of my first um, Halloween that I dressed up as uh, April and one of the kids <laughs> came? Oh, my gosh. Okay, yes. Yes, let's let's share this story. This okay. This this was this was really funny. So it was so it was like uh, it was your first Halloween in America, wasn't it? Yes. All right. So your first Halloween in America, we're giving out. The no, kids. sorry, it was my second. Oh, it, okay, it was your second. All right. So your second Halloween in America. Uh, we you know we're and we always did ever since you know uh, we got married and. Uh, you know, we've been together on, on Halloweens and everything. We made sure, like, we've always done, like, couple costumes. And not, I will say, like, 80% of our costumes have been Ninja Turtles. <laughs> like, um, but we decided I was going to go as Michelangelo. And she was going to go as April O'Neil from the 2012 series. Because she liked the outfit of that April better than the uh, classic April. And that was also, that April was easier to do than the classic April. Yes. So, we did, so, we dressed up as that and everything, and all the kids coming in, they would be like, they were so excited to see me as Michelangelo, they thought it was awesome, and they would look at her, and they didn't, and I had, I was like, oh, she's April. Oh, she's April. Because they didn't, they didn't get it. They, they weren't understanding that Anna was April. And... And then we got, then then a kid came in. And this is Anna's, like, favorite kid. <laughs> he came in, he and, and he, as soon as he saw Anna dress up, he was like, oh, my God, you look amazing. And she was, he was like, oh, my God. And he was, I mean, I swear, he probably, like, grabbed his mom to bring his mom inside the house. I mean, like, look at this. She's April O'Neil. She's like, look, look at the April O'Neil. She was, I mean, he was so impressed with your April costume. And, like. <laughs> And then he looks at me and he's like, oh, you look good too. And his costume was professional. My costume was like something that I made it and it wasn't look that professional. Oh, yours was totally professional. You're, you're look, you look really great. You look really great as April. It's just that, that I mean, let's be honest, that April, like, she wears, she wears a shirt with a three on it with a yellow uh, headband. Like, I mean, like, it, unless if you're with the turtles, like, no one is going to know who that is. But, all right, that's all we got on the news and reminiscing, reminiscing with Jason and Anna. Let's get started on the episode. Oh, my God. I know, exactly. Exactly. Brace yourself, guys. This is going to be a long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, like, it, it's been a while. We have... All of our podcasts have been inching close to, like, two hours. Like, ever since, like, I want to say season, like, ever since season two. Like, we, we, we've been to, ever, I'll say when, ever since we had to do that serious topic about the Rise artists, uh-huh. uh, our, our podcast had just been, like, over, like, an hour and 30 minutes and we've never been able to get it down to back to an hour one day we will you let us know if you like these long podcasts or if you want us to shorten things up 
So let's begin talking about the episode. Today we're going to be talking about Turtles on Trial, which is Season 3, Episode 2. This episode originally aired on September 26, 1989. It was directed by Bill Wolf, and it was written by Michael Reeves. Anna, you want to give us a summary? Okay, what, uh, what I remember about, uh, about this episode... The fastest, the fastest uh, summary that uh, I remember is that uh, Crank uh, uh, now has a new um, robot, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, he he's trying to attack the uh, turtles with the new robot, and uh, um, the the Channel Six guys and um, another TV guy, which which was I think the the. The show was named Trial. On Trial. On Trial. They they just want to uh, ruin the turtles. Right. And um, that's all I remember. Yeah, that's 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 good enough right there. But, but that's basically what happens. Yeah. They just like you know they just want to they just want to ruin the turtle name the that on trial guy I already forgot his name I I didn't even write down his name at all <laughs> uh, but they, he just wanted to ruin the the turtles names and uh Krang got a new body so he and he wanted to uh take out the the turtles yes right uh so a few a few things about this episode this episode features the first time we see the turtles in their horrible really freaking looking human masks (laughs) uh you know playmates never made a figure of it but you know what mega constructs they made sure to remember this monstrosity as I'm holding Raphael over here. Yeah. As he's holding the human head. Yeah, so like grotesque. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now as a kid, I always thought that like these were just really stupid looking. And then, like when the turtles like see them, like even the characters are saying, these are horrible looking. <laughs> but they still wear them. And they made sure to mention that, like, they can eat pizza. But, like, the, like throughout the whole thing, they're, like, when they're describing them, they're always like, oh, these don't look like human heads. These look like something really freaky. How are we going to pass off as human with these heads on? And, I mean, it's just, like, uh, it, it, was a, it was a weird design choice. I, I'm, I wish... I really want to get, like, an original designer. I really want to know what was the thought process of these human head disguises. We Because we're going to see them a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, this is, like, not the first and only time we see it. No, we see it. They they, they wear them. Like, you know, they... In general, like, all the humans in, in the Ninja Turtles shows, except, like, April um, and Irma... The rest of them, they're all, like, uh, very, like, weird, exaggerated looking. Right. Right, exactly. No, no, I definitely agree with you. Definitely, definitely agree with you there. Um, if you haven't seen these heads before, like, basically, think of Uncle Fester from the Adams Family. And then... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, like, because we were trying to figure out, like, what what these these things kind of look like and to me it 
definitely looks like Uncle Fester. Uh, they definitely try to like make the sample of like an ugly face. Right. Because usually the usually all the masks are somehow like ugly. Right, right. Right, right, exactly. And like I mean, in design wise, like, you know, the they the turtles point out that these are like ridiculous looking. And yet it gets used throughout the show. Uh, our good friends uh, Team and T Nerds uh, actually wrote out uh, the first thing he asked was, "Isn't that the first appearance of the creepy human rubber face masks?" Mm-hmm. And I basically replied, "Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> uh, like that's like, uh, I will say, for me, the only thing I remembered about this episode, like going in, was the human mask. <laughs> the human mask, like." A lot of this episode, I completely forgot. Um, And then another thing that they wrote is, I feel like they forgot to draw an N on the logo of Mikey's favorite show, which we discussed his favorite show is On Trial. They say the name of the show is On Trial. Maybe I should have read that before I explained that. Um, they, They say the name of the show is On Trial, but the logo is just says the words trial there is a noose in front of the word trial that could be in the o for the word on i don't know if i'm making sense laughing out loud all right so after he kind of like mentions uh after 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 he kind of mentions that Uh like now i can't unsee this uh like now i'm imagining like because because now now, um, because if you remember, had the logo of the show had the word trial, yeah, and then they had the noose and had made an O, yes, but there was no N, and it would like I don't know, like as as someone who makes logos, wouldn't you want that that noose be the O and then you put an N next to it and then and then trial because the show's called On Trial, yes. Yeah, so that, that that's a good point right there, uh, Team and T nerds. <laughs> uh, you know. I, like, when I, when I was watching this, I didn't think about that. But now that you put it in my head, now I'm going to, like, not unsee that. And we also got uh, things from, we also got a comment from our good friend, uh, Old Man Winters. But wasn't it, like, the, uh, the logo for, was, like, one of those rope that is... That's called a noose. That's called what? A noose. Oh, I know. Yeah, and remember it made it like an O. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what we're talking about. Like, like if you could use that, like you could use that noose, uh, like a hole, and then put like the, put the N after it, and it would have been on trial. Uh-huh. And it, but now it just says O trial. But uh, this is what Old Man Winters up uh, said about this episode. If you only watch one episode of the classic TMNT show, this would be the one to watch. It captures the essence of everything great about the series, and the animation looks never better. And and then he also wrote, A shame we never got an action figure release inspired by Krang's uh, giant robot walker. You know, NECA, you can make this giant ro- robot walker. Just saying. Playmate, playmates dropped the ball. You, you, you put some off-the-wall uh, figures, like, you know, the... Freaking coming out of the shell store, we can get this robot walker. But I will agree with, I will agree with Old Man Winters about this because, so 
I completely like forgot about this like episode. Like I like it just I don't know, it just kind of like escaped my brain, but as I'm watching it, it's really exciting. The animation's really good. Yes, yes. The, like this I is agree. yeah, like oh, so I I put a section down for wrong turtle talking. I couldn't find a wrong turtle talking section. I like I mean they they did actually pretty well. There wasn't that many mistakes. Nothing does like jumping out. And it was a very strong uh, episode. Very strong episode and as old man was it has like everything you like about Ninja Turtles. This is like if you want to introduce someone to Ninja Turtles, I would say show this episode. Exactly. And, when I was watching uh, this episode, to be honest, uh, I was so proud of it that uh, in my head I was like, oh, this is what everyone are talking about. Right. This is that Ninja Turtle that they see these kind of episodes that they fall in love like this. Right. And I don't know, I feel, I feel this episode is like not in the radar of a lot of people. Uh, so... I want to say it was last year, maybe two years ago, Lionsgate released a, like, best of Ninja Turtles DVD, and it's, like, it's, like, ten fan-favorite episodes. After I watched this episode, I went and checked that DVD, and this episode's not on there. And, like, this episode definitely belongs to be... This, this episode should be on there, and I don't know why. There's a lot of iconic episodes on that DVD, don't get me wrong, but, like... I don't know now that I'll now that I've like rewatched this and like and this is the first time I've seen it in like I want to say ten years or yeah like about ten years whenever this DVD came out and like I mean, it's just so strong. This is just a this is a really great representation of the actual show and like so it was actually really cool. I I to be honest I might I might watch it again tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, uh, but let's go ahead and start. Let's go ahead and start breaking it down. We're already like you know five hours into this podcast. If you guys aren't asleep, can I say something about the logo? Logo again? Yeah, let's hear about the logo. So you said that the name, the name of the show was on trial, but yeah. still, I think it was a trial. No, 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 no. It was on. The show was called On Trial. How do you know that? Because that's what they kept saying. They kept saying On Trial. Is this that the logo just said trial? Because I'm saying maybe they mean turtles on trial. It's like turtles are on this show. Right, 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 right. Well, that's what the title of the episode meant, that they were on trial. But the show was actually called On Trial. Oh, okay. So that was a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was a mistake. It, it could be at one point at the animation, animation-wise, maybe... When they were animating it, the show was supposed to be just called Trial. And then and then when they did, like, the recordings, they were like, okay, now we're going to call it On Trial or something like that. Or maybe because, you know, this is, like, uh, animated in a foreign studio that they didn't understand that, that the word was, like, on. And, like, you know, there could have been some miscommunication. From, like, making the logo from the lines of the show. Yes. But, alright, so at the very beginning of this episode, we hear, like, Leo and Donnie, they're, like, laughing. Like, they're, like, laughing, like, almost like they're watching, like, a comedy show or, like, a sitcom. Yes. And then 
when we get to the TV, when we see, like, Raph walk in front of the TV, all of a sudden, like, that laughing, that laughter turned into cheers. Like, they're cheering and rooting for the terrible turtle wrestler. <laughs> and, like, I, I just thought it was just weird how, like, it transitioned. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, but uh, to be honest, I didn't pay attention to the sound that in that moment. Oh, you didn't pay yeah. attention to the sound? Was there anything you were paying attention to? Yes, uh, what I was paying attention there was on the wall, uh, I saw the uh, turtles' uh, weapons. Yeah, I saw the turtles' weapons too, actually. <laughs> I wanted to write that down, but then I, then I got distracted by the, the laughter. <laughs> and, but yeah, no, it was actually really cool. I don't think we've seen that wall before. And, like, I don't think we see that wall much because it was just a different section of the wall of the sewer. But, yeah, we saw, like, all their all their turtle weapons, and one of them looked like an axe. Like, it looked like there was an axe there. Yes, I think so. Yes, <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, I, I don't know where the axe, like, comes in on Ninja, but... Oh. <laughs> uh, and one of the restaurants had, like, a turtle kind of shell on his, like... His body, yeah, because he was the terrible turtle. <laughs> and that's of course that's who uh raf leo and donnie were cheering on they're like yeah terrible turtle because you know a human dressed up as a turtle and raf was like yeah he can beat these guys with his both hands tied behind his back <laughs> all right if, he, if in the future if you decide to make another podcast you can mm. call it terrible turtle I'll totally do that. I'll call it Terrible Turtle. I'm, I'm pretty sure not too many people will listen because it has the word terrible in it. No, I don't want to listen to that Terrible Turtle podcast. At least that bully guy will follow you. Yes, the bully guy will follow me. Tom Cruise will I like, definitely... I like this guy. I love, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, maybe I might be a true turtle fan. All right, so uh, basically after that, the next thing I wrote is uh, uh, just talking about on trial. I felt uh, I felt like we talked about already the show um, a lot. Uh, did Did you write anything about um, about the the tr- the on trial show that we haven't talked about yet? Um, uh, in this uh scene. Yeah. Um, the stuff that I pay attention, uh, th- there was a frame on the wall. Yeah. That it was, it looked like a um, dinosaur kind of thing. Yeah. And it was writing Chama. Oh, oh, oh! This was in the uh, the turtles layer, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to figure out what that thing said, but like it maybe said child. Like I felt like they wrote something, but they didn't actually complete what it was. Yes. And like I don't know, because it, it was a, a part of it was like ripped right, off. Right, right, exactly. Maybe it's supposed to be like chomp or something. I don't know. But no, I definitely, I definitely saw that. And that we don't see, we we don't we don't see that uh, poster too much. You know, we see like the freaking like one way sign and the stop sign so many times. But but this dinosaur poster just kind of like you know <laughs> appears out of nowhere. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we see it more. There was also, like, uh, I felt like the TV was bigger in, in this episode. It probably was. It probably was because they were focusing on more. more. Uh, this is The Turtles have a black and white TV in this episode. Like, th- sometimes sometimes their TV is black and white. Sometimes their TV is color. <laughs> this, this episode is black and white. Oh, yes. Yeah. One thing about the on-trial t- uh, TV show is that the host really wants people to applause. 
You want to know why? Why? Everywhere on that stage, on the on the uh, on the back of like the, the audience thing, um, uh, like it just wrote the word applause. What does applause the, mean? Applause, you know, applause. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, like it just did, did. you notice like all the where it just everywhere where it said applause? Oh, no, I didn't see that. You didn't see that? Oh my gosh! I will. Okay, uh, when I we when I rewatch this episode, I, I'm gonna point it out to you, and then when you see it, you're gonna be like, oh my god, it's everywhere. How, yes, how did I miss it? Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh. But the word that I pay attention it was like in the um, like Clayton. Oh, that's the guy's name, Clayton. I'm glad you wrote his name down. <laughs> Oh, no, yes. yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he was the host. He was okay. I'm so glad, so glad you're here, because I could not, or I mean, I could not. I, I was like mad at myself because I didn't write down his name, and like you wrote it. Yeah, his name is Clayton. So oh. now we can give the host a name, so we don't have to keep calling him the host. But yeah, uh, Clayton is the host for on trial. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's basically all I have. About there, are you ready to talk about April and her wonderful gifts? <laughs> yes, yes. That was that was creepy. That was even creepier than April being a cat. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all right. So we, I know we've we've talked before. We talked about that. So we talked about the mask, how freaky they are. I mean, here is where April gives the turtles the masks, and we've mentioned before the turtles see that these masks are creepy they don't they even mention that it doesn't really look human it's funny because when april is giving the mask she still uh before she before she give the mask she didn't mention that these are the masks so we suddenly see that she's giving human <laughs> human heads. heads yeah i was freaking out and they were they were so white that they are, this is the palest color. Oh. I mean, I swear. Okay, so we're looking at the Mega Constructs figure. I swear that it it was like not that pink. Like I almost I almost screamed. Uh, yeah, it, uh, no, it's just really creepy looking. Uh, but yeah, like so. Uh, like, like I said before, this is not the last time we see these masks. They are definitely here to stay. Um. I I've always, like when I was a kid I was all surprised that like playmates never made a figure with the creepy masks like I like I, like there was parts of me I was thinking like you know if like we can get like a to- we can get a toy of the turtles with like them like with them you can put the mask on and the closest thing we got is we got a Donatello that it was called Undercover Donatello where he had a trench coat and he had a mask, but it was his mask looked like ten times better on that toy than it did in this show. Oh, uh, so the next scene is we see the turtles. They're eating pizza with April. I want to ask you: Did this background look familiar to you? Okay, I didn't pay attention to background because I was paying attention how they are eating the pizza. How they they mentioned they can eat the pizza with the mask. All right, the background is the same background we saw last episode when they went to the movie theater. It's, in fact, the same movie theater with the same Kung Fu uh, commandos versus 
or no, Kung Fu something, whatever. Kung Fu versus Kung Fu people versus uh, Commando cheerleaders. Oh. It's that same movie theater, except this time it's a day shot instead of a night shot. Cool. So they the turtles return to that same. So now we actually get to see the pizzeria that they went into last episode. Because if you remember last last week, they said, "Oh, we went to go get a pizza after after the movie, but we never saw them eat the pizza." Yeah. Now we get to see that pizzeria. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I'm glad you pay attention to this. Of course. That's what I do. And but, then, did, but did you see how they were eating the pizza? Yeah, they're eating with the mask on. Yes, and uh, I think the mask, the the material for the mask was like silicone because they opened it and they put the... Yeah, yeah, they put the pizza, like, like, a, like I said, they mentioned, like, oh, we can, we can eat pizza with these masks on. Uh, I'm like, they, I, I, they, I think they just say that because, like, they're like, oh, they're telling the animators, yeah, don't... Don't don't bother like trying trying to make these masks like practical. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, just pretend their heads are now these human heads, and let their mouths move like they're normal. Cause I'm pretty sure masks don't work like that. <laughs> I don't know. I think they just wanted to be funny. Yeah, yeah. I think they just wanted to be funny. Uh, but but yeah. All right. The next thing I wrote, I wrote this. I wrote, why even have a disguise? Because if you remember, while they're eating pizza, there's a, a robbery at a jewelry store. Yes. And the turtles are like, oh, there's a robbery. Let's go chase after him. What did they do? <laughs> they take off their their trench coats and their masks in front of all the people in the pizzeria. <laughs> I mean, if these birds were like, hey, we're humans... And then, like, something happens, they're like, oh, well, we're turtle. I mean, just imagine this. What if Superman did this? What if, like, <laughs> what if there's, like, trouble out there, and Superman's, like, in the diner eating eating something with Lois? And, like, you know, his Clark, uh, his Clark Kent. Clark Kent and Lois, are, they're eating at a diner. They're eating some hamburgers or something like that. And then all of a sudden, from next door... There is a jewelry heist, or Lex Luthor comes in and starts, like, you know, causing ruckus. What, do you think Clark Kent, like, runs out of the diner while he's running out of the diner in front of everybody looking at him, like, rips off his shirt and, like, reveals his Superman and, you know, takes off the glasses? No! He does a sensible thing and runs to a, a phone booth and and changes his clothes and so no one can figure out. I think Hulk will do that. Well, well, Hulk Hulk does that because he's angry and like he that's how he ruins his clothes. <laughs> they're both green. They're yeah, they're both green. But yeah, so yeah, I I I just wrote why disguise. Why 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 even have a disguise if you're just gonna reveal to everyone that you guys weren't humans in the first place. I mean, it's not a great disguise because, like, you know, first, like, your hands are still I think green. They, I think they just wanted to um, to look like human when they're eating pizza to enjoy the pizza. Yeah, probably. But they didn't care, like, in the street when they're fighting, people <laughs> see them as turtles. I guess so. So the 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 next scene, uh, we see uh, Krang, the... Uh, I think it was uh, Shredder told him uh, cool down. Yeah, yeah, because we start seeing like a thermometer, like a and and like it's like the the technical room is very hot. 
which is reasonable because they're in the center of the earth. <laughs> and apparently, at one point, Krang has told Shredder to go steal like some super coolant that will cool down the Technodrome. Which Shredder didn't do. Now, that can't be last episode, because last episode Shredder was like stole like a medical gun laser that can also like hurt people. <laughs> but so obviously this is something that happened we, we we didn't see, and obviously it was not important enough uh for the turtles to do it, or it was not important for us to see that the turtles stopped Shredder. <laughs> but but yeah, like, like I I just I just adore when he said, like, I look at this monitor. Monitor? Monitor. Yeah, monitor. No, it was, no, it wasn't saying monitor. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, thermometer. Thermometer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You you like that? Yes. (laughs) Okay. I'm pretty sure this is, like, probably one of your favorite episodes because it's very Krang-centric. Because this one, like, we didn't get Krang fighting so much since, like, the season one finale. Yes, but to be honest, you see that some like last episode I was I had the little respect for Splinter. Yeah. This this episode, uh, I'm kind of like not so happy with Krang. Oh, poor Krang! What what did Krang do? First of all, like I didn't like his uh, eyes in this episode. Oh. He, he was uh, he he was showing some like creepy eyes. <laughs> and also, I don't like that. Uh, at some point, he he was being like a snail. Oh oh oh! Because he was crawling. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get into that. I actually wrote I, I wrote I wrote some of that. <laughs> I understand. But so while while Krang and Shredder are like arguing with each other about like the heats, uh, in the Technodrome, like this is our kind of our instance of like where, like, okay, we still don't know who's in charge because. Krang, because, like, Krang is still, Krang is giving the orders to Shredder, but, but you see, like, Shredder's, like, fighting back. And I don't know if you noticed, Shredder had some abs in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't think, I, I can't remember if he had abs in other episodes, but this one, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. It's like, in the other episode, he was, like, a teenager, uh, then suddenly in this episode, he's, he's a man. Yeah, no, he's a man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, like, but, like, well... But even, even the turtles, it, it was, like, they grew up. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with you there. Um, also, uh, also, I, I, you know, I failed to mention this. I meant to mention this. Uh, Dantel's headband color is correct, because the past two episodes... We, oh, he was he, pink. He was pink. And here, here we, we're back to purple. <laughs> Yes. Uh, but, so, while, while Shredder and Krang are, like, being a married couple and arguing about what the thermostat should be set to, because trust me, that happens everywhere, um, <laughs> Roxanne and Bebop are watching the Slurps. Oh, yeah. Did you write it? Did you write that down? Yes, it's, uh, I, I thought it's, uh, it says a Slurp. I, I thought they were saying a slime, but it, but it sounds like a Smurf. Yeah, okay. It's supposed to be rip off of the Smurfs. This is not the first... We, we've seen this cartoon before, if you remember. We didn't have a name for this cartoon. But this is like, uh, you were watching it with, uh, you know, when the guy, that loser guy, took Shredder's helmet. Uh, like, you know, if you remember, we, we saw that. In, uh, on the TV before, it was like the exact same design. I don't know why I feel like 
you you somehow you secretly are friend with Bebop and Rocksteady and when you go to work you sit and watch the Smurf, Smurfs or, or, or I'm sorry the Slurps Slurp with them. the Slurps yeah if you guys don't know I love the Smurfs that's like one of my favorite cartoons when I was growing up like that show started when I when I was born they always, so. they always try to find uh, uh, Smurf gummies yes Smurf gummies I love the Smurf gummies so that's what I'm telling you you're secretly friend with people I, I think I am I, re- I think I really am secretly friends with them I mean but yeah no no but also I love the fact that they joke they make a joke about this and it, it was like they make a joke about how they have good reception even though they're in the center of the earth <laughs> <laughs> I actually that, good on them for like you know because that, I, I, that, that was a funny joke right there but before this, before this scene, oh, yeah. I I wrote that how um, like people in the street they were they had like very exaggerated ugly faces. I don't know if you pay attention. Oh no! Oh. When they were like running after. When, the when they were running after turtles because like you know they're like they're uh, because they they were listening to Clayton from the on trial and they're like oh no we hate the turtles and and also like there was a woman. She had nails, and all of a sudden those nails turned into claws. Like she was like, like going after the turtles. You. Yeah, exactly. I just, I just wrote they have uh, grotesque faces, and also, uh, uh, Leo was a gentleman because uh, when all the turtles uh, they jumped into the sewer, he let April first goes, and then he was the last one who. Of course. And then, <laughs> so, so, so the other three turtles they jumped in the sewer first. And then Leo was like, oh, no, no, April, you go first? Yes, yes, yeah. he, he mentioned, he said, like, no, no, April, April, you first, and then he put the sewer lead. See, good, good job. See, this is why Leo's the leader. Yes. He, he, he takes care, he takes care of his own. Oh, uh, something else I wrote about the Technodrome is, like, if you remember, at this point, like, because Krang is like, okay, I'm going to, because, you know, he was like, oh, Shredder, you keep failing. I'm going to go this time. I'm going to take care of the turtles myself. And I'm going to show you how it's done. Uh-huh. And he starts, like, going through and, like, looking at, like, the the vehicles and, like, the other stuff, like, the, the human tabs to see which one he wants to steal to use to, against the turtles. Uh-huh. Did you notice that one of them was the freeze tank that we saw... In uh, the the episode of oh gosh I'm trying to remember this uh, the episode with the neutrinos the second episode with the neutrinos oh really yeah remember remember that uh that commander guy I already forgot his name um but uh he had like the tank and it had the freeze gun yes it's that same tank uh... yeah yeah it was a brief second I was like whoa that's a pretty cool callback <laughs> I. It, it, yeah, I actually, I actually really. Uh, there were so many like cool details in uh, this episode that I couldn't write down because I was like, if I, if I look at my paper, I'm, I'm gonna miss. Right, right. No, no, no. I will say this was a hard episode for me to write down because yeah. it really was like, oh, 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 I wanna, oh, oh, I want, I want. Uh, we got too caught up with watching the episode with this one. Yes. One hundred percent that happened. All right, so. Next scene, we get into uh, Channel 6. Our only scene with Vernon, unfortunately. Uh, we, we need more Vernon time. But I, I know it's coming. There will be more Vernon time. But at this point, like, you know, this is like where 
April convinces Burns to, to have, like, the Turtles go on that on-trial show. Because, you know, obviously the Turtles want to be on that show because, again, you know, they feel like their their names are being uh, misrepresented. And Irma is, like, all of a sudden she's like, oh, I can't wait to see the Turtles. Really good continuity here, I'm going to say this right now. Because this, this episode is the first time Irma has seen the Turtles ever since... The Catwoman episode. Uh-huh. And I, I I know that's a few episodes, but it's also, in production-wise, that's also a year. So, good on them for keeping that continuity. Because, like, continuity like this in a kid's show really gets forgotten. But, like, but also, like, her, her, Irma, like, sounded like she's in love. She's like, oh, I wonder if I can get their autograph. Like, this was, like, lovesick Irma. Not yes. like, you know, not like uh, sassy Irma. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and like, I don't know, I, may, I, think, I think here, voice direction, they gave, uh, Jennifer Darling is the voice of Ar- Irma. I think they gave her, like, the wrong direction. Like, I don't think she should have sounded like this, because Irma isn't really in love with the turtles. But, like, I don't know. I, I know she's supposed to sound starstruck, but I think they... They should, especially later when she actually gets to be in the scene with the turtles, she makes like no reaction. She's just like, "Oh, just, just, just you, you, you got this, guys." Yes, because I got the same vibe. I was like, "Oh, is uh, is Irma in love with turtles?" Right, and like you know, Irma's always like in love with guys. Guys, exactly. That's her character. And, but, like, you know, she never was a person... She never showed love for the Turtles before until, like, here. Now we get back into the Technodrome. This is, like, before Krang leaves. And uh, at one point, like, you know, the, the Stone Warriors are putting Krang into his bubble walker. They're taking, like, you know, they, they grab Krang off his uh, body. And they put him into the... They put him in his, like, little bubble walker thing. And then he went, he, he wants to go, like, talk to Shredder. And obviously, animation-wise, you know, Shredder's this tall. Krang's bubble walker is, like, you know, that, that short. Yes. And obviously, because they want to make sure it's framed correctly, like... Get taller. Yeah, suddenly Krang's like bubble walker all of a sudden like grows for no reason. I don't think we ever see this again. Um, Larry, Larry, the last Ronin will point this out every anytime I say every time I say the words. I don't think we'll ever see this again. I swear, like Larry's like writing this down. He is writing this down, and so he can bring this up. <laughs> so, so Larry, you write this down. You let me know if I'm wrong about this when the future episode comes. Oh, I thought that it's a feature of it. I thought that it's going um, up and down to the size of whatever size. It probably is, but I don't th- like. I don't think this is like a. This is like one of those animation cheats, and they obviously can do it because like, hey, this is a robot. Alien, yeah, this is a robot. This is an alien thing. Uh, so, like, but yeah, it just grows so we can get into, it basically, they're just trying to make sure, at this point, they're just trying to make sure, like, they're in the same frame, just so they don't have to do some weird camera, like, some weird, like, layout to have them both, like, talk to each other and, like, not have, like, two, vo- two zoomed out. Yes, you know? yes, yes. Yeah, and, like, and now, let's be honest, 
for a whole season, Shredder and Krang were only talking with the, uh, with, with the communicators, and the comlinks, and so here we go. Like here's like the animation animators like challenge. Okay, Krang's in this thing. How do you get him to talk to Shredder? in a good thing, and, like, you know, the animator probably came up and was like, ah, oh, let's just make it grow. And they're like, okay. Like, and that's probably how the conversation went. Because if you remember, before Shredder was uh, bowing to... Uh, yeah, he was bowing to the crank to talk to him. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. To be face-to-face. Yeah. But, uh, uh when the stone guy was, uh, what was his name? Uh, well, this is just the this is just the the rock the stone warriors because because okay. we, we general Trag, we haven't seen general Trag since the first episode he was in. Oh, okay. So when a, when one of these uh, stone uh, warrior was uh, putting Krang in his uh, bubble walker. Yeah. And the uh, I love the sound effect because when he touched him, yeah. And he put his, he, I don't know if you pay attention to sound effects. It was like. Yeah. It was like, Yes, yeah. we, we kind of like felt how uh, uh, Krang feel. Like. Right, right. No, no, I actually really, it, it was a very nice touch. Very nice touch uh, for that. I mean, you know, I, I've never like tried to put a brain out of a robot and put it into a, another robot body. But I'm pretty sure it would probably sound just like that. Yes, because that moment I just wanted to wipe my hand with my pants. <laughs> I just felt it. Yeah. So the next thing I wrote in this scene is that alright before this scene happens like you know the first Technodrome scene when like Roxanne and Bebop are watching the slurps Roxanne and Bebop are like oh can we go uh, to the surface and cause some trouble and Crank's like no I'm doing this myself and uh, cause they're like oh we wanna go we wanna go up there and then and then like you know Crank says alright I need you two to go up there with Shredder to make a distraction. And then they start complaining. They're like, oh, we go up, then we go down, then we go up, we go down. All right, Roxanne and Bebop are clearly children. Because this is this is exactly how a child would react. Because, like, it's like, you know, child wants to go outside. And it's like... Like, you know, it's like, can we go outside? Like, oh, no, 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 we can't go outside. Oh, we, we want to go outside. No, no, we can't go outside. And then it's like, all right, I need you to go out. I need you to go outside. Oh, I don't want to go outside. You can make me go outside. I don't, I'm like, like, wait, you wanted this. And now you're complaining about it. Okay, because they want to have their own choice. Exactly. I know. I know. Exactly. Uh, so there was a scene. I think it was before this, but I still mention it. Yeah, go uh, ahead. I probably skipped it. Sorry about that. Yes. Uh, so uh, Leonardo was cleaning uh, Michelangelo's uh, shell to make him TV ready. Yes, but some, uh, but somehow it came to my mind that I don't know if you n- know that, but turtles like when you um, clean their shells. Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yes, it's very important for turtles uh, to clean their shells. First, they like, it's kind of like satisfying for them. Uh-huh. They like it, it's like kind of like petting for them. Yeah. Uh, also, um, because I think they have so many nerves in their uh, shells. Shells, yeah. Uh, and also, um, um, 
especially of the terms that um, they're in water. Yeah. Uh, when they clean their um, uh, shells, they they live longer. Oh. Because I think they can breathe better. I, Bro, I, pro- uh, uh, I don't know, but more you know with Anna. <laughs> Well, no, that's really I. Okay, this is a fact I never knew about. <laughs> I'm yeah, that, I'm glad you're bringing this up to the turtle community. Hopefully, hopefully, turtle community will like learn this. And if they ever decide to have their own pet turtle, they know to make sure to clean the shell be, just to make the their pet turtles happy. Yes. That's actually really cool. The other thing I thought it was cool is that uh, Crank had a pro before he. He showed us the his actual robot. Yeah. He had a prototype for it. Oh, he did. He 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 showed a picture and he said, "This is the prototype of my um my oh. new uh, robot." Oh oh oh, the one he was gonna steal from like the military. Yes. Yeah. Oh oh yes 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 yes. I I, I did like that. That that's actually where we. Okay. Yeah. That's actually where we saw the the freeze gun, the freeze oh. tank. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. So I I think we should be caught up with each other now. I know sometimes I know sometimes I skip over your notes and then <laughs> it happens. It happens sometimes. So where are you now? Uh, the so where am I now? I'm gonna I want to talk about one of the coolest animated scenes. Skate. The 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 yes the cheapskate. Yes yes. The cheapskate. This is a really cool scene. Has no real purpose. Has no real purpose other than animators like showing off, uh, because like it's it's the turtles, it's April. Their cheapskates have now finally has like you know like doubled in size. Especially, I believe she's riding with Leonardo. I believe I can't remember which one she's riding with. I can't remember which turtle she's riding with. I think it was with Leonardo. I want to say it's Le- Leonardo. Okay, so all of a sudden the turtles like they actually have like like rope on their cheapskates, like so they can like control it like jet skis and like uh april is on uh she's uh, we believe it's leonardo we'll like make sure like you know uh but uh she's also with it and like all of a sudden like this cheapskate can hold two people like if because if you remember like episodes before like this was the size of a skateboard yeah also yes. yeah all of a sudden like it like grew and but it is so well. I forget all this because it's so well animated. It's just like it's so fluid, and like the way they move through the sewer and the water in the sewer, and they like they'll go they go like on the walls and everything. I mean, this it was is, so cool. It was really cool. This because is I, like I wrote like it was so fun. Yes, yes, it really looked fun, and uh, like like this is this basically is a animator's portfolio. Like you know like. They can just put this, like, five-second, like, you know, this two-minute scene and be like, oh, I animated this. <laughs> and, like, they're like, all right, I got a job for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really enjoy that. As I said, no real purpose. It's okay. Eye-catching. We, we, we accept this. <laughs> <laughs> and as Anna said, it looked fun. Yes. I wish I had one of those. Oh, I know. I wish I had one of those too. The next thing I have is that this is where Rocksteady, Bebop, and Shredder are in the museum. Yes. And the we see Rocksteady, and he pulls out his knife, and it's actually a real knife this time. Yes, yes. 
Right, because if you remember a few episodes ago, he you like all his his knife was a wooden sword. Mm-hmm. And like obviously like here the animators know, no, that's a knife and a sheath. I'm not saying that it's going to stay a knife and sheath forever because I'm pretty sure another animator will come in and think that's a wooden sword. <laughs> but uh but yeah, we we see we see Rocksteady with a with a knife. Which is actually really cool. Uh and this is like uh here we go. We have like some really cool fight scenes. We have a very lengthy fight scene with the turtles and with Rocksteady and Bebop and April's like in there like as well. Yes. And it's just, uh, like, this is, like, we're, like, action's actually really good here. I mean, the turtles are actually using their weapons. They're, like, and they're actually, like, using to to go after people. Uh, Some really good one-liners from both the turtles and the bad guys. Uh, One thing... One thing I wrote is that uh, Bebop says warthog power, and he's clearly making fun of the turtles because they the cur- turtles say turtle power. Oh. Did you hear he said what? Well, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I didn't write anything in this uh, scene. I just write the, the, the fight was cool because it was so fun for me to watch that I don't want to miss it. Right, no, no. I 100%. To be honest, I didn't write too much about it because I was just in, I was caught up in the moment. And, like, I mean, but there were some, like, really cool sequences. At one point, if you remember, Michelangelo, he had the the armor and Shredder, like, comments, like, no, I'm the one with the armor. I mean, lots of fun scenes. And in the middle of all this, this is where... Krang steals that new robot walker uh-huh. body. The really cool looking, like you know, Old Man Wins has mentioned, like, oh, we never got a toy of this. I, I, I agree with him. I think we should have got a toy of this. This is yeah. would have made a really cool toy. And at one point, when he steals it, like you know, the the army men are like on the walls and everything, and then Krang was like, "I'm gonna hit you with the stun ray." And like, I, I just basically wrote here, like, "It's a stun ray, kids. It's okay." They're okay, because, you know, that's what this big death machine has, is definitely just stun rays, because, like, a bad guy definitely just wants to use stun rays on innocent people. What is a stun rays? A stun ray, basically, I mean, I don't think a stun ray is actually real. I think, I think that's just a, I think that's just something that, uh, 80s and 90s cartoon made up to, so, like, they could be like, oh... Like no, so so no one dies, no one like gets uh-huh. injured, uh-huh. but it's supposed to be like okay, I shoot you with this and you're just stunned, and like so, uh-huh. so you're just kind of like oh, you, you just lose like, you just lose like your energy and energy exactly for and then you wake up afterwards. Because uh-huh. I wrote Crank kill guys. Yes, yes, yes. I remember you asked me like, did, did he just kill? I was like, no, Crank did not kill anyway. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not in your team. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just want to say that museum. Uh, do you remember we went uh, in Disney? We went to a uh, ride. It was about dinosaurs. Yes. Yes. And uh, if you remember, like before we go to the actual uh, ride, and there was a museum kind of thing, uh, which 
we saw a, a skeleton of a huge turtle. Yes, yes. We took picture of it. Somehow, yeah. I, even this scene, this museum was so much like that. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. 100% agree. The funny thing about the museum is outside the museum, the, I wrote, and it looked like to me it said, Hall of Space. Yes. Okay, so you, you okay, so you saw that too. Yes, I saw it. I'm like, okay, that that was just weird. Like, I I, don't, I I think maybe they were thinking, maybe they were thinking like this could be a space museum at one point, but they decided that it's going to be like uh, because this was definitely a history museum because we saw like we saw like you know like a big turtle statue. We saw like um. Ain't like crocodile. armor, crocodile. I mean, this is a either a history or a science museum. Uh, okay, I'll, I'm gonna go back to uh, this is definitely a science museum because they even say science museum mm-hmm. at one point. Is this that like I don't? I'm just trying to figure out. Maybe they just wanted to write Hall of Science and. That's what I'm thinking. I think. Wrote space. space. Yeah, and what I'm thinking is they wanted to say Hall of Science, but they ran out of room for the word science. And probably someone says, ah, use space. That's like, you know, five letters. And you save space. <laughs> no, I think someone didn't uh, didn't write, didn't read it well. And then when they wanted to make the background, they, they did a mistake. Yeah, you're probably right about it. That's probably, that makes more sense. They probably didn't read it well. They probably, probably got lost in translation. Mm-hmm. And it, so it, they probably they probably said, oh, it's going to be science, but someone instead misheard it as space, or, like, translated it into space instead. Yes. So, at this point, Shredder basically has the turtles where he wants them. Like, you know, the turtles have dropped their weapon, he has April as hostage, and he's like, I got the turtles. This is the second time that uh, Shredder... Um... Hold on to the April. Yes, yes. I'm sure this is not the last time he holds on to April. <laughs> and uh, I, I was just wondering why they were, they were having conversation with each other. April was not doing anything. <laughs> Kicking Shredder, biting him, or... I think, you know what, like, Shredder also has all those claws on him. Like, you know... One wrong move, I mean, I'll... and like, and like, you know, this guy can like cut your face. I'm just saying. But you know that the woman, they know that they can kick somewhere. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they could kick somewhere, and I'm sure there's no claws or spikes in that area. <laughs> that is very true. But yeah, uh, but but yeah, basically, Shredder has the turtles, and he is like, I'm gonna have them defeated. And Krang calls him, and like Shredder's like, guess what? I got the turtles, and Krang is like, no, you let him go. This is my, <laughs> I, I will get the turtles. And here we go. Shredder is acting like a toddler with a tantrum. <laughs> He's jumping up. He's like, I want the turtles. Me, me, me. No, no. I mean, it's like, all right, all, uh, like, Shredder, what you just did in the past, like, ten minutes, you just killed it. 
You like you ruined your reputation right here and there. I, there's no way I can see that this whiny person kidnapped the like you know almost defeated the turtles. At this point, uh, Donnie says like, "Oh, we got a reprieve." And, like he says something that the thing, but he used the word reprieve, and I'm like, "All right, Donnie, Donnie over here using the big words," and I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure child Jason was probably like, Mommy, what does reprieve mean? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've asked that because, like, th- like, this is not a word that, you know, is used that often. And obviously, like, you know, I'm pretty sure, I, I'm pretty sure at some point, like, like these, like, action kid cartoon shows, they're probably like, hey, put some bigger words out there so kids can, like, learn some of these, like, vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, now, I'm pretty sure I asked this, and I'm pretty sure my mom had no idea, because English was, like, far from her first language. <laughs> <laughs> so she probably had no idea. And, and my child Jason's always nervous to ask, like, anyone else that's not his parents, because he didn't want, like, he was too embarrassed, like, or, or he didn't understand. Hey, that, that would go, if he really wanted to hurt you, he has to just find the, your parents contact and just tell them to please listen to your son's uh, <laughs> podcast exactly instead of him uh, banning us he should be like he should be telling us okay hey, <laughs> hey find find uh this guy's parents and have them have him have them subscribe and listen and like unban him yes and then they know what to do yes they know what to do exactly <laughs> all right so after everything is said and done, the turtle's like, you know what? We have an interview to go to. Like, uh, you, oh. you missed the important part. That what did I, I miss? Oh, no, what did I miss? I missed something important, guys. I always so, do this. So when uh, Shelly was holding on to April yeah. and Crank was saying, let it, let it go. Yeah. Uh, I, I just wanted to mention that uh, this is another proof that uh, Crank is in love with <laughs> April. <laughs> I forgot. Anna has her theory that Crane is in love with April. <laughs> and here we go. Here we go. Shredder kidnapped April and like Craig is like, no. <laughs> he was using the excuse of like, oh, I'm gonna defeat the turtles myself. But you're saying but Anna's theory is that really what it was is that Crane wanted April to go because he wanted to be April's savior, so that way she would she would like love Crank forever, right? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are seeing things in this show that no one else has ever seen before. Of course, I'm That's sure. Why I'm here. You know what? <laughs> One day we're gonna talk to the creators and the people who work behind this, and we're gonna t- tell them about your theories. And I'm pretty sure they're gonna be like, "Wow, you're the only person who got it." <laughs> The other thing that uh, I, I wanted to mention, the Crank uh, robot. Yeah. Um, do, do you know, uh, in, like, uh, it didn't look like an animal to you? Uh, no, it looked like a, kind of like a space robot thing. Like, it looked like a, like a UFO with, like, legs. To me, it looked like a, a kangaroo, because... Oh, uh, I can had, see that. It had, like, two, um like useless hands yeah and two big um 
feet that their yeah. legs that they're doing everything. Gotcha. Uh, a kangaroo or baby T Rex? Let's make it more menacing. T Rex, you know, T yes. Rex has two useless hands. Yes, 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 yes. yes. There you go. There we go. That 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 way, like you know, Craig, Craig, I think Craig would appreciate his machine be called a T Rex and a kangaroo. <laughs> I was trying to find an animal that, since I'm not that old like you to know that. <laughs> oh, oh, are you saying that when I was out there, dinosaurs were really out, <laughs> out and about? <laughs> so the closest uh, animal I found was kangaroo. Oh uh-huh, yeah. But... So yeah, you know, this is also this is also my wife. I I, t- I told her I was like oh. I need to buy a new laptop for work because the the uh, what my work gave me was a Microsoft Surface and like that screen is like super small, maybe like I don't know, like ten inches at most, maybe like less than that. And I was like, I, I need I need a laptop that has a bigger screen so I can like uh, do some more work on it. So that when I use it at home, she's like, what? It's because your eyes are so bad. You need something bigger. Mm-hmm. Because I'm old? <laughs> did I say that? <laughs> I think you did. After all this, the turtles are like, all right, we got an interview to go to. And here's the thing. They don't want to go into the studio. Because, you know, they, they feel if they go to the studio, bad things would happen. Which is understandable. Because if they go into a studio with a person who says bad things about them, it's just going to cause trouble. So, I wrote here, basically, the Turtles are doing a Zoom interview. Like, they're doing what we are doing now. Like, if you watch all these talk shows and all these things, like, now, the the Turtles already came up with this concept. Like, we're, like, like, so, they're filming in another location. That's what I was writing. I was like, how the guy talking to Turtles on TV... Because the guy was facing the TV, right. not the camera. Right! Right, exactly! Exactly! No, 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 no. You're 100% right about that. Because, yes, he he's not facing the camera. He's facing the TV. They're obviously, like, you know, like, the way that they're doing this uh, kind of thing, they're, like... They have not gotten that concept yet. If it was, like, done now, I promise you they'd be in front of a computer with a webcam. It would, like, make more sense. Yes. But one thing I did like is, like, when the Turtles are doing their interview, we see, like, the, we see, like, the spotlights, like, on them and everything. And it was actually good lighting on the Turtles. I actually really liked the way they did the lighting on the Turtles' face and the Turtles' body. And we see the shadows. It was actually... Really good on the animators and the artists to actually convey, like, hey, they're in, like, a special kind of lighting thing. Yes. Yeah. And then, like, that lighting gets, like, completely erased when they go on uh, TV. Now, maybe that was intentional, maybe not, but, like, it was... It, it was it was kind of, like... To me, that that was kind of, kind, of, kind of weird, but at the same time, I do know if you do that kind of lighting and then... When you actually see what's on the TV, it like looks totally different. We kind of know this from like our doing videos in general. Yeah. That like you know like to us it looks like super bright, but then when we put it on like when we start editing, I was like, oh no, it looks kind of normal. Mhm. Yeah. So. Also. When. When Clayton is talking, 
And I, I mentioned before that a, the applause signs are everywhere. Like, obviously, this guy, he just wants applause. Like, like he wants to make sure people are clapping at all times. And at one, at one point, he's talking, there's an applause sign right behind him. But applause is misspelled. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they spell it A-P-P-L-A-L-I-S-E. What I think what happened... Probably that uh, animator who wrote uh, space. Space. He, he probably was like uh, someone like me that <laughs> his English is not that perfect and is misspelling everything. Right. Probably. Well, let's not forget most of these animators probably don't know English um, because you know this isn't animated in America. It's animated in different countries. Yeah. Yeah. This this was probably either Japan or Korea. Those are like the two big ones that do that did all of our great. Awesome American American cartoons. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, but this is what I think what happened with that applause line. I because I think the the U that's supposed to come after the A. Uh-huh. I think it just it got like miss. I think it either got like mistranslated or someone thought that U was supposed to be an L and I. Oh. Because it like because if we just connected that L and I together, we'd have a U, and then it would be correct. Yeah. But, uh, but someone put a space between those two letters. That uh, makes sense. Yeah. Something I want to note. All right. So Anna and I, we've actually been on a few of these like on camera audience uh, members uh, kind of things, and one of them we did, and they totally cut me when I made the best reaction ever where the host was like reacting off this and we're like oh man we can't wait to 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 watch this and then we when we finally watched it when it came on tv and then like they cut the whole thing um <laughs> uh, but uh like but oh uh, you know we like you know there's always like that person who came in and like oh we need you need to do their applause you need to like you know yeah. like oh you need to clap and everything uh, like, you know, when we did, like, Family Feud, they actually, like, taught us how to clap. <laughs> like, like, literally, no, they are like, alright, this is how you clap, you gotta go. And then, and then they also were like, okay, ma- okay, don't put the hands in front of your face, put the hands below here. They're like, and like, you know, put, go in a rhythm, and like, I mean, literally, it was a guy teaching us how to clap. Like you, you would think like we were clap, smart, yeah, clap, excited. yeah, get excited, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was all this, but like you know, we went to these. There was no signs or anything that says like applause or anything like that. Like they, at no point they, there's no point. Like at one point, like we, they told us to stop clapping or anything. We just clapped until like we were done. <sighs> like, like they, like you know, so. I don't know, maybe, maybe there may be studios that still have these uh, applause signs, but we, uh, we've been through a few of these. We've never seen any of these. No. No, look, no, I just, I just wanted to, uh, tell. So, are you ready to get in, get into the final fight where the turtles fight Krang? Yeah. Uh, I'm listening. You're listening? Because I, I already said that I didn't like that. Krang looks like a snail. You can 
explain uh, go to details. I, I, I can go to details. I, did, you didn't write anything about the actual fight itself? Like, you know where he... No, I just read Mikey and Leonardo were the one that who attacked the... Um, the robot. Yes, the robot. Uh, yeah, so... Um, uh, it was a pretty cool fight. Like, you know, this episode had a lot of action to it. Just, like, you know, the action was throughout. Uh, and, uh, like, I, I will say, like, as a kid, this is, like, one of the most exciting episodes. What yeah. And, uh, um, at one point when Krang is fighting, he grabs Donatello with the robot body. And for a brief second, it's like one of those blink and you miss it, Dottel's whole body goes into a shell. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, you, you saw that. Yes. Yeah, and I, I was so surprised they didn't, like, feature... Like, because, you know, earlier in this episode, we had, like, two of the turtles' heads, like, dropped, and they, they made sure to feature that really good. Yes. But, like, this one where Dottel, like, puts all his hands, his legs, and his head into his shell, it was just, like... I don't know, maybe like a few frames, and then we cut into like either April or Clayton or somebody. And uh, so uh, that happens uh, during the crane fight. As I said, Mikey and uh, Mikey and uh, Leo did like most of the fighting, and like they they destroyed the robot body. Uh, also, I mentioned so about Krang crawling as a snail. Uh-huh. The first thing I wrote is that. He gets stuck on chewing gum, and that was ironic for me, because <laughs> when I first saw Krang, I really thought, I didn't know he was a brain, I really thought he was a piece of chewing gum. <laughs> um, yeah, and one thing I do want to note about this episode is that, like, you know, I know, I know Krang, one of his goals was to beat the turtles, but if you remember, his main goal was to get the coolants to keep the Technodrome cool. Yes. If he, At the end of the episode, he had that in his hand. So Krang actually succeeded. we never seen Shredder ever succeed before. Poor Shredder. I know, exactly. But we see Krang, he got his... He got his first objective. He just failed on his, sec- his second objective. I think... I think I might go with Shredder. You might go with Shredder? Yes, because <laughs> before I was in Crank Team, but I didn't like that he left his... Uh, I didn't like him without clothes. <laughs> without any robot. Without any ro- don't, don't worry, he'll get back into... He'll go back into his robot body. Uh, there, don't, trust me, there's going to be a future episode when you see what his body... <laughs> Really looks like that, and then that's like when you're just not gonna like my. That's when you're not gonna like Krang at all. Really? Yeah, but like you know, that's so later on. That's like you know we're. That's at least two years away. I'm gonna say this right now. Like so 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 we're we're gonna go ahead and forget about forget that you heard that. <laughs> but that is everything that we wrote about this episode. Pretty solid episode. Um, lot of, there was a lot of stuff that that Anna and I we didn't actually write into it because we just got caught up in the actual episode. Um, there probably were anime there there probably were like some animation mistakes that we missed, but I uh, mean 
this animation was just glaringly beautiful. I mean, this was this really felt like a season one animation. Yes. And. No, oh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, no, I I liked it too. Uh, I know, I know not every episode in season three is gonna look like this. I mean, especially when we get towards the end, where like, you can tell like the artist's hands are getting like tired. Uh, was there anything else you want to say about this episode? Uh, I just want to say something silly. Yeah, I want to uh, hear something silly. So there was uh, there was a scene that we saw the shadow of the turtles in the window when yeah. they when they uh, break down um, the window and everything. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I know what scene it is because I made a gif about that when for people to uh, to talk about this episode for us. Yes, that scene looks so much like uh, deal or no deal. Yes. <laughs> it really does. It's like the banker. Yes. Because at one point, the turtle, like, looks straight through the window. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely agree with you. 100% I, 100% I agree with you. I'll I'll bring that gif up again and let people know that this is turtle deal or no deal. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening to us. I know this was a very lengthy episode. Oh, we... We will see if we can. We will see if we can like get more uh, tight with our episodes. Uh, hopefully, we won't have to talk forty minutes about me getting toys and people getting angry about me getting toys. <laughs> but hopefully, you guys enjoyed with it and stuck with us for uh, for the long haul. Join us next week. We will be talking about the episode "Attack of the Fifty Foot Irma." Guess what? Our shortest character is going to grow. <laughs> yes, and like, you know, we get our long-awaited Irma-focused episode. Because, you know, Irma needs to focus on a, a, a 1.2, right? Yeah. I mean, with 40 episodes, for 47 episodes in this season, we get, we got to focus on other people other than Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have any uh, questions or memories or things that we should look out for in this episode, uh, be sure to tweet us, tweet at us at Turtle Recall Pod or uh, email us at Turtle Recall Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, join us next week and, uh, you know, uh, thanks for listening. All right, you got anything else? No. All right, till next time, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.